Okay. Um, so, um, what I've been thinking about a lot for the last week and haven't even been really able to speak about is, uh, suffering because it has been, um, the way that I've been thinking about it lately is almost like the sediment in the bottom of the ocean where you, there's like another layer and then another layer and then another layer and then another layer and then there's the ocean on top of it and it feels like layer upon layer of suffering. Um, and my son this week, he, um, he's so cute. He had a girlfriend, she was British. I was like classy. And her name was Ash. And <laughs> he met her um, skateboarding. And I know this is classy. My son is 12. <laughs> and and he, um, you know, do you remember the first love experience you had in middle school? Do you guys remember that feeling? Like where it's like really, really intense and profound. And you're like a little bit obsessive. And so, like, now what it looks like is instead of writing, I wrote notes with my person back and forth. He didn't go to my school, and I used a courier who went to my school and lived across the street. And we would write notes, and every morning I would get a Jolly Rancher from the courier, who I then ended up dumping the actual boyfriend for the messenger, (laughs) (laughs) which was a classic move. (laughs) But it it felt very intense, you know, and he wrote her this text. This gets back to yoga, I promise. And he said, hey, is it okay if we say that we love each other now, after three weeks? And she said, yes, because I do love you. And then he said, he wrote, didn't actually say it. He wrote, I saw the text, I-L-Y, which I said, what's that? And then I was like, I love you. And then a little heart. And then she wrote, I love you too, poopy butt. And then... (laughs) with a fart emoji and then proceeded not to text him for a whole day. And he, because he is very wise, knew of course what had happened and wrote her a very adult text that said, this is not working. And she said, yeah, you pressured me to say, I love you. And I don't. And he was like, and I actually really like your friend Everest. And he, he, we'd had this conversation where he, um, I said, how come you like asked her, can we say, I love you first? And he goes, well, cause I wanted to know if she'd say it back. Right. And so it was this sort of like calculated heart opening. Do you know what I mean? Where there was this, yeah, everyone's like, why? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> that was for you, Brooke. Um, <laughs> It was this calculated heart opening where he like creaked the door open, but there was a lot of conditioning around it, right? And a lot of like mental stuff around it. And I've been thinking about this because when it comes to suffering, I don't think that we can use the like laboratory of our mind to be able to deal with the extent of the suffering that we are in right now, right? And that the only way that we're going to be able to make spaciousness around it is by being able to be with our suffering through the lens of our heart. And then what always happens to me when I say these ideas is, um, well, then how? (laughs) Right? Is like, how can we be with the suffering through the lens of the heart? Um, And I... (laughs) 
And I think that we have a couple of options, right? We have a couple of tools at our disposal with how to be expansive, because if we think about the sediment at the bottom of the ocean, what is then on top of that sediment is the expansiveness of the ocean, right? And then there's the surface of the ocean, which has all of the movement and the feelings and the stuff, the changeability of the emotions and the feelings, right? And this metaphor kind of like didn't work, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) And we have the expansiveness of the ocean to be able to lean back into. And that's what it looks like um, when we're able to lean back into the heart. And so we're going to do a meditation today that helps us to get really expansive um, with our emotions. That's what it's for. And um, there's four parts to it. I'll tell you the parts so that you know what to expect. That's what I was writing down, but I just wrote the fourth one down when you got here. Um, The first one is just to sit and watch the breath breathing itself. The second one is to name and feel. Um, And when we name our emotions, friends, when we're just able to be like, this is anger, right? And to be with anger, or this is frustration, and this is what frustration feels like. Just in doing that, it causes like compassion chemicals to happen in our brain, right? And that is the beginning of being able to be with the suffering through the lens of the heart. And then the third one is to find And this one is a little bit counterintuitive, but to find where the emotion, perhaps one of the emotion lives in our body, and then to let it get huge, to like let the energy of it do whatever it wants. And this is the key one. I don't know about all of you, but do you want to not feel some of the feelings that you have been feeling this week? Yeah. (laughs) And then do you do things to make that so? But look like old habitual patternings, perhaps, or ways of being in the world that maybe you haven't, you thought you would let go. And then you're like, maybe actually I do want to do that thing again so I don't feel, right? And we try and numb ourselves out because it's painful to be with these. And so this is actually, this is one of those that I think is key because it does the opposite of that, where it actually allows the energy. Emotions are just energy, right? And it allows the energy to get as huge as it wants to without us trying to change it. And that's a skill that we can use in meditation practice that then we can take out into our daily lives so that when we meet that moment where we're like, oh my God, I wish I didn't feel that way, that we would have the capacity then to be able to be with it from a place that is expansive like the ocean. Make sense? Questions so far? That's This is the hard one. Number three is the difficult one. And then number four is to remind ourselves, and this is a little bit looking at it through um, the lens of the mind, but that's the tool that we have to work with to get to the heart, right? (laughs) Um, Is to be able to remind ourselves that all of these energies of all of these different emotions are happening to teach us, right? And it's when we get stuck, it's when we get caught, that that's the very, it's such a paradox and it is beautiful and horrible and terrible all at the same time that when we get stuck and caught that it's that very moment that can lead us back to our hearts to remind us of who we really are that we are the energy of expansive love make sense okay so let's do it so sit where you are i'm really happy you're here my son to end that story he ended up getting a fever that night for an hour and scared the shit out of everyone because covid but that's how like that that's how his body often deals with grief is that he'll have some sort of like random fever. And I was like, "Oh my god, heartbreak fever? What are you an Elvis song?" Like, <laughs> it sounds like an Elvis song. 
But that's like, it's an energy, right? And it had to move through. And so his nervous system created a portal from it to move through. And then he was fine and it was okay, right? And so we're doing that as adults right now is creating an energy portal for it to transform, to be big so that we have the capacity to be with it through the lens of the heart. Okay, let's sit for reals. So just letting your eyes blink, blink, closed if that feels safe for you. If it doesn't feel safe, if you are feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm in a park, I have to stay a little bit aware, then just soften your gaze on a point on the ground in front of you. Feel your body, feel the breath breathing itself. Not trying to shift or change anything in this meditation. It's really a welcoming. feel some of the anxiety or the grief or the anger from the past six months from the past week coming up And we're mindfully here creating a space for that to be okay. We're creating a space for us to work with it. And you can name it. Say hello, anger. This is how anger feels. I'm just like the breath, not trying to shift or change. Welcoming anything that comes up.
And there might be feelings that come up, emotions, energies that come up that aren't very flattering. <laughs> Gloria and I were talking about jealousy for a moment. Her greed. But reminding yourself that there's no way that you have to be. There's nothing you have to say or do to be worthy of love and compassion in this life. And that all feelings are welcome here. And that self-honesty is a way in which we get to move toward growth, towards transformation. The longer we lie to ourselves, the more we stay stuck, the longer we'll stay stuck. And then you might search in your body Just inviting yourself for a place where one of these emotions lives. It might be in your solar plexus or your throat. Those are really two common places. Or the shoulders, the neck. Just doing a little scan and seeing For me, it's anxiety today. Where does this anxiety live? We use the vehicle of the body, right? Because this is what we're walking around with in this life. This is a tool, part of this curriculum of being on earth. And then when you find it, just greeting it, naming it, remembering that that even and of itself is an act of compassion, of spaciousness. And then letting it get bigger and grow Like, see how big you can let it be. It might feel like it's washing through your body or even taking up the space around you or even cascading down this old volcano. And as it gets bigger, you might notice that it changes. It might not feel so sharp or it might transform into something sharper and then let that get bigger. 
Really using your imagination, your own inner eye to let this happen. And in its fastness, sometimes the edges get a little bit soft. And that feeling in your body that you honed in on might feel a little bit less tight. And then just for a couple of moments, just sitting in the spaciousness and the vastness and this expansive, loving awareness field that you've created, that we've created together, just quietly. Reminding yourselves that when we get caught, that it's the very thing that calls us back to love. the reminder we remember and we forget we remember and we forget hands up to your heart center and just let your palms be open on your heart give yourself a little snug it's reminding yourself that your love is never limited that it is more expansive than you can possibly imagine
and that you can greet yourself and welcome all of it, your whole wholeness, every bit of you. from that seat of expansive love. Good. And then let your eyes start to blink, blink open. Maybe taking a deep breath and letting it go. Mm. 